Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. All right, we're on. And my headphones are really loud. I'm not sure about you guys. I'm good. I'm All good, right, too. good. It's just me. All right, it's Birdland Radio 2019. If you're joining us at, uh, what, 9 in the morning? This is early for Section 336. Yes, so it is. We're going to get started. Full-packed lineup, and we'll just let's just start the show right now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Birdland Radio. We are Section 336. I am your dearly stuttering host, kicking off Birdland Radio, Matt Sroka. I'm also joined by the zany one, Bert Rohde. Good morning, Coconuts. And the button lover, Josh Sroka. Good morning. Birdlandradio.com is now working again. All right, so you can so. check us out on, you know, whatever, Twitter, Facebook, BirdlandRadio.com. Twitch, we're all over there. Whatever yeah. you want, we're coming to you. And a, and a day-long uh, talk for Orioles, Orioles baseball talk, all day long. This is our, what, third annual, not our, our third Birdland Radio. We're going to say it's annual. We, yeah, sk- we'll say we annual. skipped last year, Yeah, yeah. we're going to go with... And, and so we take the blame for what happened last year. I think that's on us. What happened with the season... The Orioles' uh, high expectations go downhill. That's really on Josh for not doing Birdland Radio. Uh, interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. I can see that. I can understand that. But that's putting some really big expectations on this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, the reason we're getting together to do this again this year is the demand. I mean, that's all we heard that's of right. FanFest. People that's wanted right. it. That's I mean, right. I would have been content to not come in on a Sunday morning at 9 a.m., and but they wanted it, so I'm here. Right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. This, that's all this, you 336ers. Is this like church for a uh, Oriole fan, then? Sure. Early Sunday morning uh, service of Section 336. Marathon Church. If you ever wanted to be in church for 12 hours, then you're in the right place. I think for a lot of people, (laughs) baseball is their religion, so I think a lot of this makes sense. Have have you ever been to one of those churches that sets a day apart and it's a day of prayer? And like every hour they're praying? That's basically this because we... The Orioles desperately need some help. So every hour we're praying for the Orioles to be relevant this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's actually not a terrible idea to set right. up a praying room for the Orioles. Yeah, hey, guys. Here's my surprise out. guest. Oh, my gosh. She's back. <laughs> oh, the Are you intern. kidding me? I, I told you guys. in the building. I couldn't, I couldn't guys, get. I haven't been able to find the studio for like three years. I couldn't get, couldn't <laughs> get Chris weird. Davis. Couldn't get Trey Mancini this, this year for better. you guys. So I thought you'd enjoy this. The world's worst intern is back in studio. This, this is, is unbelievable. Better. Unprecedented. <laughs> <laughs> we could not uh, ask for a better guest. For you. I wish I would have known. I could have prepared so many questions. <laughs> I told you guys, nothing to worry about for this early show. I got you covered. And there he is. Oh, yeah. my gosh. In the flesh, in the studio. I've been upgraded. I get to be in here. <laughs> How yeah. long has this been? This is also This is a big day because the intern's back. Um, it's also a big day because it's the first time he's ever been in studio. He's, we've always made him wait outside the glass and just <laughs> like hand motions. Now he's actually in the studio with us for the first time. He brought his laptop. Like, are you going to contribute? Well, he, <laughs> what I'm excited is about the intern. This, the new and improved. I like that. Well, well too. what we got to yeah. find out about the intern is now that the Orioles suck, what teams he rooting for? Well, the Red Sox just won the World Series. Right, right exactly. I'm, so I'm sure he's back on that he bandwagon, had to right? That. This is a test of his loyalty. I, I have been enjoying the Capitals. Okay. Wrong, wrong sport, but you know, okay. still still local. He's okay. hockey intern now. now. The, the 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 young people like winners, so I don't blame them. Now they, remember, they like winners. 
the intern left us for politics. That's right. Yes. I yes. did. I thought you would come – I thought the next time we would have you on, it would be like Mayor Stewart. Like suit and tie? Or Mayor Intern. Yeah. Um, but but that, that's cool. You, 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 got, you did the politics thing. Yeah. And you're still doing the politics thing. Still doing it. I was yeah. going to say, I, I did all those fake sound bites like, you know, a couple years back. Being like, this is Mayor Stewart. This is Senator Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, got a, it's got a nice ring to right. it. It's got a nice ring to and it. And why did we not get those sound bites? Uh, <laughs> hey, even, even the chat room's waking up excited the intern's back. Yeah, intern's back. So uh, if you jumped on 336 in the past, like, two years, you don't know who the intern is. But uh, we've yeah. been doing this a long time, and the intern stuck with us for a few years. Abs- absolutely. Absolutely. Had some great trips to Sarasota with the intern. Yeah. Got some solid sunburns. Yeah. <laughs> I think I still have a little video of you snoring on the couch. Might have to pull that up. <laughs> all that when people see the our blast video, that that was all the intern. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you want to know why we haven't done any videos in the past year or so, it's because we don't have a cameraman. Yeah, we lost our guy. Lost the intern. But he's back now. He's back. You look good, man. Thanks. Yeah, I, uh, I I lost a quarter of my body weight. Very good. Good for you. He does look good. I offered the intern the, mor- <laughs> the morning you just show. Said he does look, he does good. look good. I, <laughs> I offered him the morning show or the evening show. And you know there's no way the old intern would have been here in the morning. Uh, I, I I remember the classic Birdland Radio a few years ago where we were we were needing him to come. My mic's messed up again. I even ran you a new cord. Yeah, it might be the microphone it's, itself. Or the user. Um, user error. Where we were expecting him to show up to help us with something. Yeah, and he blew off tree, the entire day. A tree fell over uh, your house or something. There was a snowstorm. There was a tree that <laughs> fell across the entire road. And I was like, I'm stuck. Hold on, hold on. There was no, It wasn't a snowstorm. We've no, there was had, a snowstorm. We've never had a snowstorm on Birdland Radio, from what I can remember. Well, it, it was a storm that caused a tree to fall down. I it's think still, it, it could be rain, wind. It's still a bit of an odd excuse. I couldn't make it to the game because the tree fell down. <laughs> yeah. I, and remember, it's, still a bit odd it's not like it, he just missed our morning show. He disappeared for the entire day. Yeah. Yeah. But he's here now, and that's all that matters. Yeah. And on time, for the most part. Yeah. That's great. If, Thoughts uh, on the Orioles this year, intern? I will uh, once uh, the Capitals are out of the playoffs, and then you know I will relearn the entire team. Okay, there's <laughs> so a join us. There's yeah. a lot of yeah, you're not alone. Well, yeah, a lot of new names. And game we'll game two yesterday had two people on the roster that was on the roster last April. The open day lineup. The open no yesterday. Yeah. Op- uh, no I mean, opening I mean, day I mean, had lineup, more. I mean the lineup yesterday. The lineup for game two, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think if you count pitchers and everything, yeah. But yes, there's more. The lineup was two guys. The intern does look good. I feel like everyone. <laughs> Got, he like, can't get over this. <laughs> I've gotten I've gotten fatter and uglier because this is what happens when you get older. You're not supposed to 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 look better as you get older. You're supposed right. to look worse. That kind of pisses me off now. So we are going to do a bunch of Orioles talk today, yeah. even though if this morning show has a good amount of intern talk. <laughs> uh, we've got after us is SG Sports. Then Adam Pohl, BaltimoreBaseball.com is coming in. Then we got our friends Ryan Blake, Kyle Andrews from 105.7. RDT from Barstool are all going to come in, and they're going to do a show together. Birdland BS, The Extra Point Show, Baseball's Boring, The Payoff Pitch, Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast, The Warehouse, Full Count Chaos, and then the Maryland Sports Blog is going to take an hour, and then we're going to be back this evening around 9.30 p.m. taking your calls. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, and we expect you listeners to, to stay tuned for all 12 hours. 12 hours plus, yeah. by my count. Put, put, it on, plus. put it on in the background. Let it... Uh, let it just play, I don't know, while you're cutting the grass in the rain. <laughs> well, we're hoping the rain lets up because I think we have some outdoor activities planned for later today as well, right? Oh, yeah. That's why we brought the intern. Need him to, yeah, the intern he, need you to shoot ringer. some video. <laughs> Actually, oh. not really. Need you to play some wiffle ball. Need you to work. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, 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 ex- I'm excited. I, I think the also that the, the timing works out well. I know a lot of people mark their calendars Spring begins at Birdland Radio. Yes. Some people go with opening day. I go with the spring begins. This at Birdland is the first Radio. Birdland Radio where the Orioles have played two games already. Yeah. yeah. And and actually, I think in some ways that works to our favor because I I thought maybe they would go winless, but the win yesterday I think put some wind underneath the sails sure. of Birdland Radio. A little bit of optimism. Uh, we 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 saw. Uh, ma- manager Hyde get his first win. Yeah, the beer shower. Mm-hmm. All of that was very nice. It was fun, and I, I enjoyed reading the, the the social media about how the Orioles AAA lineup beat the 
the evil empire of the New York Yankees with oh. Aaron Judge and all their superstars. Yeah. I thought it was a double A lineup, but, but, but yeah, oh, yeah. Right. well, <laughs> points the same. In a lot of sense, Triple A can be worse than Double A. Well, you know, all your good players true. are in Double A. You know, while I was setting up and testing everything this morning, ESPN, I was watching Sports Center, and they were talking on there about how. The Yankees need to be concerned that they lost a game to the Orioles. <laughs> and it's like, it's game two. It's settled yeah, down. People are it's out. But, game. but people are freaking out because the Yankees lost to the Orioles. Like, I think we're going to beat the Orioles, the Yankees, at least one more time this year. Hopefully. <laughs> I'll go out on a win with one more. But there's no guarantees of that. I Because if you look at the roster, I mean, it's and it's understandable. If you look at the roster, the, the roster's a, a joke. But we talk all the time. We've said it, and everyone else has said it. Like, we understand what we're in for. We're going to be terrible. Mm -hmm. Like, trust the process. But when you were watching that game yesterday, and when we got the lead, and when you saw Dick Blyer go in there and try to blow the lead, don't tell me (laughs) that you were sitting there saying, you know, I really don't care what happens. I'm okay if we lose. And when Mike Wright finally got the save, like, you were standing up and applauding. Because it's one thing, like, in theory to say, I'm okay if we lose every game. But once the games start, like, if we would have lost that game... That would have been heart-wrenching, even though I expect us to lose yes. every single game. <laughs> yes. Because, That's not the way you expect to lose. Yeah, well, yeah. And, like, it's in, in theory, I'm expecting to lose every game. But when you watch, you want them to win. Right. You would for them to win. Well, and I don't expect this pitching staff to hold the Yankees to one run through eight innings either. Like, right. that's what occurred yeah. yesterday. Sure. And I was that was a complete shock to me. And maybe, you know, it was a matter of switching a pitcher every two innings. Um you know, but right, right. it's the, only the, one game. Well, yeah. I can't I mean, get too excited. I mean, that's part of what we can talk about today is the opener. The Orioles finally did that. But, I mean, we at least get to celebrate we're not going 0-21. We're, yeah. we're not the worst Orioles start ever. True. Um, and then a lot of a lot of people making a big deal yesterday about the fact of Chris Davis and Cedric Mullins not being in the lineup against a lefty. Yeah. Do you think there was anything to that, or do you think it's game two and Brendan Hyde just wants to see more players on the field? Well, our next two games, today and Monday. Lefties. Lefties. Okay. So we're going to find out if this is just um, a match. Is it Chris Davis no longer hits against lefties? Which I was saying at the beginning of last year, why is Chris Davis hitting against lefties? He can't hit righties or lefties, so at least let's just make him bet against righties since, I mean, we have – um, when we're going up against lefties, we have other right-handed batters um, who we know can do better than Chris Davis. So the the idea of Chris Davis platooning seems so much common sense. I never understood why it didn't happen before. Now, Cedric Mullins is a different case because he's a young player, and maybe if you want, I, I know he hits better um, from from the he's a switch hitter, right? So he hits right. better. For, he hits better um, from the left side of the plate against righties. Uh, but to me, if you're if you're Cedric Mullins and your manager Hyde. Uh, you want to get a look at what Cedric Mullins can do to see if he can be a both sides of the plate guy or see if he's a platoon guy. That's why I never understood. We had this, we always talked about this Matt Weeders too. Like if you're a switch hitter, um, but you only hit well from one side of the plate, why are you a switch hitter? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like right. That never really made sense to me. So, like if he seriously cannot hit against lefties, um, if he can't hit from the right side of the plate, then then why are you a switch hitter, Cedric Mullins? So I, I mean, I would like to see him get a chance because we know a bunch of good outfielders are coming up in the minors so while he still has a chance uh, to be the everyday center fielder before everybody else comes I want to see if this kid can hit right, right, righties and lefties but uh, I'm absolutely on board with Chris Davis not hitting against lefties uh, the thing with Davis I got two points yeah. one uh, what is this with calling him manager Hyde is that like a new moniker you've established right. manager you, Hyde yeah, you never you've said it multiple the, times now right, he was that. never manager Showalter <laughs> Well, that that that's true. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Manager Hyde. <laughs> There's a show title. First show, Berlin Radio. I don't know. Second point, uh, uh, Chris, yeah. Chris Davis, uh, you know, he should be a platoon guy. The, the problem is they're paying him for to be an everyday player. Yes. But, I mean, you could say that for some of the crazy overpaid pitchers who only play every five days. Chris Davis is essentially the hitting version of a pitcher who only pitches every hold, five days. Yeah, just hold that wire in. Or something. Something's up with your mic. We'll, up with this we'll get it. We'll get it fixed. Or uh, we'll have to put an X on this seat. We'll yeah. Yeah. We're gonna. We're gonna. Uh, we'll deal with that. Deal with it. All right, Matt. You, uh, Matt. While you talk, I'll fix Bert's mic. All right. You, you, you fix Bert, Bert's mic. I wanna. There, there's a couple, th- and so we're agreement on Chris Davis should never bat against lefties. I'm all on board with that. The. 
I love my Josh is handling the problem of Bert's mic by just stealing the intern's mic and giving it to Bert. I only have four we mics, we so invite sorry, the intern, intern back after three year absence, and then within five minutes of the show, Josh already takes his mic away. You've been hey. stripped of your powers. I mean, I feel like I deserve this. Hey, I, I <laughs> set, oh, now it's working for him. I set that mic up there specifically for the intern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's the thing I don't know, and we'll get to in in when we do our. Um, our our nine thirty show, we're we're gonna do our um, predictions, our bold predictions, and I have some bold predictions, which I'm a little mad the season already started in this respect. My bold predictions are already starting to come true. I'm like, slow down, Orioles. I don't want all my bold predictions to come true before the season even happens. You haven't even announced them yet. I know, and we're gonna do our predictions for the win total for for the season, which I'm excited about too. Right. But I'll say this: here here's I'm already, and this is I'm terrible. Like I'm 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 already being swayed. By two games, by the win yesterday, like I want to change my opinion. Like I want to say, oh, but we're why, this the is the young why guys. Not the season. young guys look good. Why not? Because here's what right. I don't know how to. <laughs> right. Here's what I don't know how to figure. So I have last year's there's team. I know how how that went. This yep. year, I know the roster says we should be. I don't know, like maybe Bad. like maybe a forty one team. Right. But what I don't know how to calculate is manager Hyde. <laughs> <laughs> Again, is is um he makes. The smart, right decisions. It's insane on one level that we have the second game of the season. This is not like a month in. The second game of the season, we're already like, we don't have a starting pitcher. <laughs> we have to go to our opener. Oh, yeah. Right? On the one hand, that's right. insane. On the other hand, it literally gave us the best chance to win. Well, and so Hyde's going to do not what's traditional. Not Hyde's going to do what Hyde's going to do. Uh, not, not like I, I don't want to hurt Dylan Bundy's confidence by putting us uh, an opener out there before him, right? Like I'm not going to back Chris Davis. Uh, I'm back Chris Davis four all the time just because I don't want to hurt his feelings. Like Hyde's going to do the math, right? And so I don't know how many wins that equals, but maybe that equals some. Like today, if Buck Showalter, if manager Showalter, mm-hmm. if he's managing uh-huh. yesterday's game. I think Dylan Bunny's pitching, and I think we lose yeah. by ten runs. All right, so you're gonna you're gonna go with a hide being hide thing for this season. And manager keep track hide being manager hide. Yeah, so <laughs> I think it is interesting, and I thought it was strange too at first, and then I looked at it and I remembered how they were lining up the spring training games so that like everyone would be on schedule going in. So then when your starter gets hurt, uh, when Cobb gets hurt, uh, yeah. There was no way you were you going to shift everyone and everyone be off a day. Yeah. Instead, they made Kashner off a day since he'd get the extra days off with opening day, and then put that guy in there to give everyone normal rest. It makes sense. Yeah, and also with like the line of construction, though, right? Like, like doing a whole righty lefty pl- platoon type idea, like on day two, where in a season that nothing's supposed to matter. Yeah. 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 Like, um, and, like Hyde's, and, you mean Hyde's trying to win? He is, and from an org- like, I would argue Michael Elias is trying to lose. Um, by putting right. that open day, like the open day roster is a really surprise. Like if you ask me the end of last season, even knowing that Showalter was gone and Duquette was gone, the, how much the opening day roster has changed. And you mentioned that comment about the lineup yesterday. Um, but there's so many players, whether through waivers, like the guy, like, uh, Dwight, the outfielder, um, uh, or were you talking about the, the couple of rule, rule, rule five guys, right? There's so many guys who just even weren't even in the organization last year. Like I thought, Okay, a new regime. We'll see the young players, and that's going to be the new players for the Orioles. But it's guys outside the organization who are here, which I think says what Elias thought about the players that were already here to bring in a bunch of new guys, and not new guys who like got big contracts, guys who were on waivers because they got cut by other teams, and they come here right. <laughs> or in Rule Five because they're not protected by the teams because they're not the other team's top forty players. Um, but but that's who we're rolling with. And yesterday's win does not make me optimistic about the season. But it does, like, I raise these two questions. How much does, like, good, smart managing equal wins? Like, I think I got one win yesterday that we wouldn't have gotten before. How many more wins do we get because we're just really well managed um, and math and kind of analytically managed? And, and two, what is, like, how does youthful enthusiasm, youthful ignorance, right? Like a bunch of young players who aren't supposed to be in the majors, but they're there and they're having fun and they're playing. Right. How much... Does that equal wins as well? Those are questions right. that I don't know the answer to. Sure, um, I do. I was thinking as you're talking about the lineup and how uh, it's all these young guys. I do think before the show's over, we should play a game with the intern, 
where you read a guy in the lineup and he tells us what position the guy plays. <laughs> oh, you could probably play that with me right now too. I don't know how it's how true. I would do. It's That's true. true. And, and there could be some trick questions. Like um, uh, Jackson, the 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 Rogue Five guy, Drew Jackson. Drew Jackson, yeah. thank you. I hadn't heard of before last Thursday. Yeah, you could probably throw out any position, and it'll be like, yeah, that's correct, right? For, for Drew Jackson, <laughs> well, yeah, Drew Jackson sure, plays he's a thing, super right? utility, right? No, he's the guy who's listed at a shortstop, yet he's made two appearances, one in left and one in center. Right, so, yeah, he's, and, and he's the shortstop. Yeah, so. he's a he's the upgraded Ryan Flaherty, hopefully. Yeah, but did Ryan Flaherty ever play center field? I don't know, like Ryan. No, Ryan Flaherty oh, didn't play center field. Outfielders. He played corner outfield. And the in, all the infield positions. All the infields. I don't remember Flaherty in center for the Orioles. Yeah. I believe he's played it at some point because I remember him talking about how he's never played like pitcher. Right, uh, he, and no he, catcher in an official game, was, but he was the warm-up catcher. And the emergency catcher. That right, the third string, string, yeah. Yeah, which you never. Right, right, just like we always, just like uh, uh, Cook is the emergency quarterback for the Ravens you never yeah. get to the emergency guy yeah but it's just fun to speculate yeah. who would be that guy yeah well this is the first Birdland radio like we said that the season already started they've already played two games and they played a day at 105 yeah so that's when who we got Birdland BS is doing the one o'clock show yeah. so there will be live podcasts going on in the yeah. studio while the Oreo game is on Masson yeah so I mean that's cool it'll get we'll be out there watching the game on television these guys might be able to give like breaking news like not even a play-by-play like, like something it's, it's like when like we Chris when, Davis struck out again yeah or remember we had news? that game where um Manny Machado charged the mound on uh your oh, Ventura that and we we called that live yeah. as it happened that, yeah. was, that was exciting yeah and I, I think there's gonna be some bombs to today because you have uh Dylan Bundy who loves to get home runs balls mm-hmm. uh, more than anyone I've ever seen and and you got the you know the Yankees lineup so that should be some, <laughs> right. some a lot of home runs a lot of dongs a lot, a lot of dongs today that should be uh, entertaining for some people. Sure. Yeah. Um, is there? Is there? Um, I don't want to get too far into predictions here because we're going to save some for nine thirty. And, and and by the way, uh, nine thirty we're we're opening up the phone lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, actually, the phone lines are open all. Phone lines are open all day. But but nine thirty uh, will definitely take your calls. Yeah, we're sharing our predictions and we want to get your predictions as well as nine thirty. But yeah, feel free to call this That's morning PM. if you want phone numbers on the screen. Four one zero two one six fifty eight hundred. Yeah, if you can't get in in the PM, you can get in the AM. That's a good time for the three three sixers to call in to let us know that we didn't waste our entire day. Yes, because that would be <laughs> the entire day. <laughs> All no. you people who told us to do this again this year, yeah, that's you, your chance you to call and thank us and, and say thank you for doing this again. Uh, in, the, in the past, that nine thirty in the past that nine thirty show has been fun because that's when we've gotten calls from like Vegas and oh yeah, like all West. over the world. Uh, yeah. Like yeah, like where we were like oh people actually been listening. Yeah, yeah. but we also got the chat there. room going, which yeah. uh, so that you can chat with us and other Oriole fans. So it's fun. It seems like uh, as technology improves, Birdland Radio improves, and we get to be a little bit more interactive each year. Yeah, but a really fun. But can, can we just talk about a second that, that that beer shower? That was a lot of fun. Yeah, sure. And Brandon Hyde, his first official win. Manager Hyde, his first uh, win. Rolled in the cart and just getting beer dumped on him. That was a fun video to watch. Now that's something because he's a rookie manager. That's yes. his first yes, ever his first win. win. Right? No, right. no, that's the new Oriole tradition. Every win. Forget, <laughs> forget buys. It's, yeah. it's, it's that. Well, when it only happens a few times a year, you got to celebrate. True. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. It's going to be like the, if if it was a home game. Like if we beat the Yankees uh, at home. We should have like a storm the right. field, like yeah, college yeah, yeah. basketball. All right, the year of the pies, game. we enjoyed the pie every time. Sure. And if you were at the game live, you would stand and wait to see it in person. Yes. Would you get tired if they did a beer celebration for every win? No, that's like asking me I if think, I ever right. get tired of beer. No. <laughs> I think it'd be no. awesome. I think yeah. they should do it for every win. I would not get tired of it either. I know one person, though, who would get tar- tar- tired of it. Brandon and, Hyde? And thankfully, he was not um, in, in the – I guess he's well, re- rehabbing in Sarasota now. Oh, Trumbo. Trumbo. I don't know. Yeah. No way. No Trumbo's, fun. A, Trumbo's totally a beer guy. No but fun. He, he doesn't Trumbo. like pie. But he, he would not go for He doesn't, he like, doesn't he, like fun. He's a business guy. Yeah. Sure. His, his, baseball's a business gotcha. guy. Gotcha. All this enthusiasm. Yeah, why Why have fun doing this? I could see Trumbo having trouble in this locker room. With, the, yes. all, these with all the young guys. And the enthusiasm. Yeah. And he's over there. You know. he, he's writing everything out to he, Michael he's, Elias. He's When's guy, payday? He's the guy that, that pulls the um, that Phillies guy. And pull, and takes out the baseball bat and splat and smashes the TV when all the young players are playing Fortnite. Oh yeah, Fortnite yeah. guy yep. for the game. Yeah, yeah. He would not like Fortnite. Do, do you think manager Hyde allows Fortnite in his locker room before games? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Buck would have. Buck was always about playing games. You and, think so? Yeah, but remember he brought in like air, ordered like new air hockey tables and ping pong tables and stuff. For yeah, the, but uh, video games. 
Video I, games I mean, are different. I mean, Buck will just make some snarky comment post game about how he doesn't understand what they're doing with their buttons and, yeah, and I fingers. Don't know. I don't know. What causes more injuries, air hockey or video games? Well, video games. I haven't heard any air hockey injuries. I, I, you I've know heard what? Of video game injuries. I would ban pitchers from Fortnite. Because the pitchers are the ones who get all sensitive with like a callus on their finger, and now yeah. I can't play. I don't play video games much anymore. But when I was a kid and I played all the time, I remember getting like blisters on your. Well, that was and... the old that was the old NES. Yeah, you have that yeah, little square that, controller that, and, with the, the wire. and the hard buttons. They've definitely improved video game controllers since the NES, so that you don't get blisters anymore. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess the real gamers get blisters. Well, I don't... no, the real then, gamers got the gloves. That, no, no, see, that was an NES gamer. thing where they would sell the gloves or the or like yeah. the little sponges to the stick on your buttons. Gloves. It's so, so bad. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Wizard reference. I mean, I I think you would allow Fortnite. I love how these video game know. references are both too old and too young for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in that sweet what's, spot of not knowing any of this. What's what's your video game sweet spot, intern? Uh, it used to be like, you know, Call of Duty back in the day. What okay. On what console? Xbox 360. That's what I still have, yeah. yeah. And I don't ever even use it. My kids use it to play uh, Happy Action Theater because it fills the room with lava in the Xbox Connect. Yeah, that is yeah. actually pretty fun. Yeah. That lava. But I haven't upgraded since the 360. Yeah. All right, well. Well, Josh, that, Josh have, you got, have you gotten the new MLB the show? If I can bring yeah, we'll, video games with baseball. Yeah, we'll play it a little bit later tonight. Okay. Oh, cool. It's, uh, it's a good improvement. I like it. And I, I'm not getting it until – because it only has players on the Orioles 40-man, right? Yes. So it doesn't have Diaz. It doesn't have Mountcastle. No, it doesn't have those guys mm, yet. Um, because they haven't ever gotten the call up yet. No. It, and, and it needs an – I didn't check. I haven't played since opening day. I'm hoping it had an opening day like roster boost or whatever. Right. Because oh. it's got some guys that are not on the Orioles anymore. Mm. Oh. Can so. you still like, create your own Ross player? still on there. I'm sure you can. You, I haven't played it that much. When I was a kid and had those games, you create your own player and you automatically make him the best guy on the team. Yeah, like superpower, yeah, super speed. Not like that anymore. Because because I did the last one, I did that, and you got to like work your way up through single lane. No, that's too much work. Yeah, too much work. Like now you got to press some buttons. It, it so like it too much like real life. Right. Like now you have to play a mode where you like lift the weights. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. No, like, I'm, like according to the commercial, I haven't done it yet. But they show you the guy like lift the weights. you you press yeah doing bench presses. Yeah. Before you know, you got to do the whole workout and routine. It's got to be your full time job just to be a good video game. Do you player. have to like? Is there a mode where like you go out to bars and you have to turn down advances from women who are just after your money and you know things. Right. Like that, you got to write your phone number on balls and throw them out of <laughs> the bullpen. So, um, you got to get in spats with with Jose Canseco. Yeah, <laughs> Twitter feuds. Is there a Twitter mode? <laughs> can, can I tell you guys? I I don't know if you guys did. Jose Canseco, you, you're aware of? He's a former baseball player. Yes, um, heard of him. Yeah, he yeah. just started a podcast. You guys aware of this? No. Okay. No. It's called. Is it, is it like Alex Jones? I called... imagine him like the Alex Jones <laughs> yes. of the sports world. Well, it's called like the absolute truth with Jose Canseco. <laughs> I'm so, in. Uh, I'm all and, like, in. First episode, the title. he's like, we're going to talk about Bigfoot, aliens, like nothing's off. Hold on, but I want to talk about, I want him talking about steroids. He did. Well, the whole first episode was about A-Rod is, right. is just getting married to J-Lo. Right. And he's claiming that A-Rod cheats on her all the time. Yes. Especially with Jose Canseco's His, ex-wife. Yeah, yeah I've, I've seen so, that rumor around. Yeah, and so the whole podcast really him talking about Josh, that. that would make for a great second episode of Ghost Runners. Yeah. Is A-Rod cheating on J-Lo? <laughs> <laughs> all right. But his whole evidence for that, because listen to the whole podcast, his whole evidence for that is one time he was with Jessica and A-Rod caught her. <gasps> And that was the whole episode for why they're <laughs> cheating and why he always cheats. And there was one phone call, but whatever. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm in that's for enough. that, though. That sounds interesting. Yeah. And I've, I'm one who will believe anything Jose Canseco has to say. Yeah, I believe it, too. He's got nothing to lose. Yeah. And he says it all the time, how he's 100% truthful. And his whole thing is, like, his, <laughs> this is the premise of his podcast, he says. And I, I think, Josh, we should steal this premise. He's like, I want to get guests on here, but there's only one rule. This is what he says. There's only one rule to be a guest on my show. You have to sit down and take a polygraph while you do the podcast. He's really doing that? Yeah, and like he's saying, I'm doing it, and anyone, so we get to the truth. And anyone who comes <laughs> to the studio has to go on a like polygraph it. for the podcast because he only deals with the truth. That's amazing. Yeah, so I think we should do that too. I think whenever we have guests on, put them on the polygraph. When we have Adam, Adam Pohl on, put them on the polygraph. Do you think Ryan Mattcastle <laughs> will be good? We'll find out the truth. Busted. Which which mind which guy 
that's not on the Orioles roster right now, right? There's a lot of good minors. Um, you think of like guys like Austin Hayes. Mm-hmm. Um, you think of guys like Ryan Mountcastle. There's also a bunch of like pitchers down there, like Luis or or or, or Ortiz, um, Cody Carroll, uh, Phillips. There's just a lot of a lot of young pitchers like in AAA. Which right. guy that's not on the roster right now? That not on, that's not on the 25 man roster. You think will have the biggest impact mm. on this 2019 season? Is there a guy, or are there guys? Yeah, I got a guy that you think are not on the team now, but will have a huge impact on the season. Yeah, yeah, I got him. Austin Hayes. Yeah, I think he's going to be the first guy called up. Okay, I'm, I, a lot of people are saying that. I don't think Austin Hayes is on the fast track here. I really don't. I, I think he could be down there a little while. You think because we've got enough outfielders? Yeah. Let, let Joey Records stick around. Yeah, and what's the what's the motivation? Yeah. I mean, because I said it before, Elias is not trying to win. Brandon High's trying to win. Those players on the team are trying to win. But I don't know if Elias is trying to win. If you're trying to win right now, yeah, Hayes makes sense. Sure. Um, and that's why I wonder about your question, because who's going to have the biggest impact? I don't necessarily want any of them to have an impact on this 2019 team, because we're not going anywhere. Like, what kind of impact are they going to have? I'd rather them continue playing every day, stay healthy, and be ready for next year or the year after that. I mean, what? why have an impact on this year? What difference does it make? If they come up here and hit 30 home runs, but we still finish in last place, what was the point? Well, I think the point is it says something good for the future, right? Like, sure. this is something we can count on for next year, where I don't know if we can say that at this point, but, but about any any of those players in the minors. What I, about, uh, uh, I mean, I don't think he's ready yet, but and it's maybe more of a 2020-21 thing, but Diaz is somebody I'm excited to see yeah. when he's ready. And because he's the guy that we got for Manny Machado. And right. for me, that's my biggest and, thing. And isn't that the whole thing with Hayes or Chancisco or Diaz? Is like they may be ready this year. And in previous years, we could say, oh, this guy's going to come up and make an impact. But we don't know the thinking of this team and what's the point of bringing him up this year. Yeah. And, and, and with the developmental thing, when they didn't make the roster, when they were out playing anyone, why would they come up in May, June if they're still out playing people? Right. Like, I would argue in spring training, I agree, Josh, in spring training, like Austin Hayes is one of our top three outfielders right now. So if he's not here now, why would he be here in a month? Right, right. Um, so, there might, so there might not be anyone. Yeah, This another, might be who we've got. Well, I think maybe you could talk about starting pitchers if a Keegan Aiken um, or if, if a Luis Ortiz or a Dylan Tate, if one of these young pitchers – like and by young pitchers, I mean pitchers in their mid twenties who are AAA still, who never Tanner Scott. Out. Uh, Tanner Scott, I think, can, can be a nice piece. Um, Brandon Klein, can can one of these young players? Uh, so, so I think there'll be a lot of more opportunity in in the pitching realm. Anthony Santander is another guy I don't think we should forget about. He had a big spring. I think that could be an intriguing name too, Anthony sure. Santander. Uh, another guy who's on the forty man. I don't think you'll see anyone who's not on the forty man already be put on the forty man because then you have to take someone off. Um, so I think that limits it somewhat. And then, like, even if you take someone off, like, if uh, I mean, you got to put a Joey Rickard or a Dwight Smith Jr. If they're out of options, you got to put them through waivers. And I think right. the Orioles are all about retaining talent. Yeah. 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 And so anytime you put someone on waivers, sure. um, you risk losing that talent. And that's Elias is all about accumulating talent. Uh, at this anyone point. on this roster that's going to retire midseason? <laughs> Like a Kobe Rasmus. <laughs> well, there, there's a couple candidates, right? Yeah, Mark Trumbo, Chris, Chris Davis. Davis. Mark Trumbo and Chris Davis are two candidates for for um, midseason for, retirement. For, right. <laughs> yeah. If you were to put odds on Chris Davis finishing the season with the Orioles, um, like finishing playing the whole season, end right. of the season as a major league Oriole, um, what I'd, are the odds here? Like, is that is that a fifty fifty chance, or is that no? Like, I think it's like ninety percent chance that he ends the season with the Orioles. Yeah. I, this year, at least, yeah. During opening day, they were interviewing Michael Elias, and Jim Palmer asked about Chris Davis. And Michael Elias said, we're going to give him all the time he needs. He's doing a good job uh, with uh, trying to learn the new data that's coming in and understanding that and being open to that. So we're going to give him all the time he needs to develop and come back to the player we used to see that we know him as. So I think they give him the entire season. Yeah. So it would have to be – he'd have to be worse than last year and, like, Retire. Well, I mean, he's not off to a great start, right? Three at-bats, three strikeouts. I think he got one hit. No, three at-bats, three strikeouts. You sure about that? And then he was pinch hit for. Yes. All right. Yeah, they've only played okay. two games, and that's gotcha. what it was. Yeah, <laughs> three at-bats, right. three strikeouts, All and right. pinch hit. You're, you must be remembering spring training. Yeah, spring Because he did get that a, last a week, hit in spring training. That last, <laughs> week, that last week of spring training, he was crushing the ball. Now, but I'm, the other teams must have benched all their real starters. Sure. Now, I think the guy that's going to have the biggest impact is going to be a starting pitcher. Just because... 
this team needs starting pitcher. I'm curious to see what happens with. Um, I th- I'm curious to see what happens with. I think Andrew Kashner. I'm not curious about him at all. I think he'll suck. I don't think he'll be here the whole year, starting every fifth game, and doing a terrible job at it. I'm curious, to, but I'm curious to see about the other guys. What happened with 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 Cobb? Is Cobb going to be good enough to be traded, or will he be sucky enough to stay on the team? That's it's a matter of, are you good enough to be traded? Yeah. Um, Dylan Bundy. I don't think it's a, same thing. Well, yeah. I don't. Not only. I'm not even sure if it's there. I guess maybe. Yeah. Is he good enough to be traded? But also the thing about Dylan Bundy, is he going to suck so bad that you can't even keep him in the rotation? I think he might be in fear of losing a rotation spot if he continues to be terrible. I, I could see, and I think I agree. If he loses that rotation spot, at what point do you say, "All right, he's a next Zach Britton"? Right, right. That's what I think. I think it's not going to be. I mean, you're not going to send him to, to the minors at his age. Right. It's go to the pen. Just go to the pen. Yeah. That's, um, you're you're good in two and in time slots. We're going to put you in there. I mean, is this the year we finally see Hunter Harvey? Because, I mean, you guys were talking about him back when I was, you know, here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like, like I felt I feel like that way about Dylan Bundy that he was here like when Camden Yards what you know, when Camden Yards first came to be, Rick Sutcliffe started the game and Dylan Bundy came in the seventh and pitched a good inning like at the age of thirteen. Like I it's feel been that a long time. And I also feel like similar with Hunter Harvey, like right after Dylan Bundy came Hunter Harvey, who's we've talked about forever. Um but this is like a huge we say this every single year, so this is nothing new. But this is a huge year for Hunter Harvey. I saw he's starting out in double A. He's is he hurt? Not, he's, he's not, not right on, now. He's not on the active roster right now. Right. Um, he's he's at he's going to start at Bowie, but I, I'm not sure if he's going to start as a reliever or as a starter. Um, I I I don't want to steal the intern's thunder, but fun fact. Yeah. Dylan Bundy wasn't even born yet when Camden Yards opened. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so he wasn't a 13. He was the he was uh, his mother was pregnant with him. <laughs> <laughs> But just feels right. like that. Uh, Agreed. It was a joke, Bert. <laughs> I got, yeah, I got like your that. point. <laughs> and I think that you were using euphemisms to say he was conceived at, at Camden Yards. Yes. That's what you were talking about, about coming into the seven. That's exactly yeah, what I meant. That's exactly what I meant. Maybe in section three, six. I don't know. But <laughs> but all that. So I think there is. Like, this is a huge year to watch pitchers, right? Because the problem with this, you could make an argument that in two, in two or three years, like, I could see a really good um, – a, a really good team as far as batters go, right? Like the outfield, I think is set as far as prospects go. You could argue that third third base, I think Ruiz um, is an interesting. Um, b- both third basemen we have this year are young. I think they're both twenty four years old, mm-hmm. so maybe one of those guys work out. Short, shortstop and second base, I think you have again Drew Jackson, Richie Martin, a couple young guys. Um, I think there's a lack of prospects at shortstop and second base, so that's one hole to fill. First base, I think it's Mancini and Mountcastle's right behind him. Um, and so I think there's prospects at all the position players. Catcher, I'm putting Adley Rushman on the team. Adley Rushman and also Chancisco. I know we haven't drafted him yet, but I'm just assuming if we draft Adley Rushman. Um, and but but the question mark is going to be starting pitching. Right. Where in two years, where are the starting pitchers coming from? So I think Hunter Harvey is a big guy to watch this year to see if he can just stay healthy the whole year. Um, another guy to watch is D D D L Hall. Does he continue to progress and be good? And then, like, check out all these. And this is why I said the AAA guys could um, – one of these pitchers could have the biggest difference. Um, can a Josh Rogers, can a um, Luis Ortiz, can a Keegan Aiken, can one of these guys take the opportunity to kind of step up? Because there's going to be – we saw it. Game two. Game two, we're starting with an opener because we don't have a starting pitcher to fit that position. So <laughs> there's going to be opportunities for a young starting pitcher to say, hey – um, I, I, I'm good enough to make this team. Give me a chance. So I think um, watch if you're going to pay attention to to, to to the minors, which you should be this year. Especially watch those minor league pitchers. Um, we had a bunch of good ones in Delmarva last year, like Zach Lothar, um, uh, and and they had a really good rotation. Watch how they Alex Wells. Watch how they kind of move up. I think Bowie is a really intriguing rotation with Adam Paul. We'll, we'll get into more. I saw Adam Paul yesterday. I went to. Bowie Bay Sox Fan Fest. See, mm-hmm. I'm all on board with the minors, right? This is a year of the yeah. Orioles minors. Smart move. I even went to the freaking Fan Fest. Um, Silas did not enjoy it. We still had a good time. There's too many. Um, <laughs> well, he, he's at the age where mascots horrify him. Right. And literally everywhere you turn, the Oriole bird was there. The Norfolk Tide. What is that? Dragon? Oh, what I is think it's a seahorse. Oh, the yeah, seahorse. It's a seahorse. Looks yeah. like a dragon. Really scary. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I don't know why Mickey Mouse was there, but Mickey Mouse was there. 
Had to have been a knockoff Mickey uh, Mouse. Maybe, right. Yeah. It looked it looked like some guy off the street. Yeah. Uh, it's a Times Square right, Mickey yeah, Mouse. Exactly. <laughs> how how was uh, Fan Fest, uh, Bowie Fest or whatever compared to like Orioles Fan Fest? Well, it's, it's right at the stadium. Right, so all the events are like in the concourse of the mm-hmm. of the stadium. Great weather yesterday. Great day yesterday. Yeah, it really was. Like it was hot. Like we we did uh-huh. the we 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 walked around the outfield. Like the, you, they they gave you a tour of the warning track. And the poor guy, he was the communications director for the Bowie Bay Sox. But it was like three hundred people on this tour, and he's one of these. Hello, welcome. This is low talker. Not not tour. so good at communicating. Well, he doesn't have. He didn't have a loud, booming voice. He Did you agree a, to wear a puffy shirt? Yeah. Why didn't you? you why <laughs> didn't you take charge? Birdland Radio. I may have agreed to something. I have no idea. <laughs> he might be making an appearance at any point. Um, but but amazingly, um, when we went to play at Camden Yards and we got the chance to play at Camden Yards, awesome yeah. experience. Oh yeah, yeah. And and we've played was, at the oh, Keys Stadium. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bowie, you're up. But <laughs> I, I, but at Camden Yards, there was a bunch of uh, adults there. And they kept on getting yelled at for being on the grass. Right. Right. Repeatedly. Oh, yeah. This was 250 kids, like, running around the warning track. And not a single kid the entire time touched the grass because the communication director at the beginning says, please stay off the grass. And not a single kid I watched touched the grass the entire time. That's the obedience. Well, kids, yeah. kids are, are better well, than adults. That's Bowie. You know people in Bowie, are, that's what they're known for is obeying all the rules. Oh, is that true in PG County? Oh, yeah. PG County. Is they're, that what they're, they're known for? No rule breakers in PG County. <laughs> oh, okay, I didn't know that. All right, yeah. that's good to know. That's good yep. to know. All yeah. that other stuff, fake news. But that's – it is – you know, you're, you're uh, giving the kids too much credit in that scenario because, yes, we're adults. But you put us on the field at Camden Yards – I'm sorry. I want to touch the grass. Yeah. <laughs> Put me on the field at Bowie. I don't care if I touch the Bowie grass or not. But Camden Yards, I want to touch. I'm touching that grass. Yeah. Better believe. And I'm putting my hat on that grass. Are you putting your beer, right. you my putting beer, your beer on the grass, on that grass until the right. groundskeeper lady comes around and right. screams at you and tells you to are move you, it. Are you, are you diving gonna, on the grass? No like diving. Yelled at for diving. Right. I think only, I one, only one of us got yelled at for diving on the grass. You gotta dive on Camden Yards grass. You got Shut to. Up. You should get yelled at for not diving on Camden Yards grass. <laughs> this is the grass that Brady Anderson dove on. That's right. right. Did he get yelled at when he dove on no. it? No. I don't think so. He got better looking. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> People <laughs> applauded. Right. You got to rub some of that grass on you if you want to look like Brady. Yes. Mm. Mm. So does the win Yes. Honestly, guys. Honestly. Does the win yesterday, one win out of 162 games, does that at all – sway you on how you feel about the direction of the season. <laughs> well, I'll just tell you, we got a comment this morning uh, on birdlandradio.com. I didn't know you could comment there, but you can comment right under our video stream. And it's some, some guy named Josh, not me, okay. unrelated, who said, once we made the playoffs with the likes of Wilson Benamy and Nick Johnson on the intro corners, That's true. we will win 100 games this year. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, a couple, so I, I, I think there's a little optimism about one win. I, I think uh, after these two games, I saw people saying that 161 and one is still on the table. Still on the table. <laughs> but, see, but see, that's but that's a joke, I think. Oh, right? shoot. Yeah. I think that's a joke. That's but, unlikely. But Bert, seriously, did one win did um, that all impact how you view the season? No, not how I view all the right. season. But how I'm viewing this weekend – and the month of April, and I was completely expecting us to be zero and six going into opening I, day at Camden Yards next Thursday. I, 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 I agree too. too. I, I didn't think we'd have a win and before then. Now we have a win before Birdland Radio even starts. Boys, we could take this opening series in and New you know York what? today. We beat New York <laughs> in New York, which means hey, there's a chance we can continue the streak of opening day home opener wins. I'm going to watch this game today. At least until we're down 5 nothing, Then I'm turning it off. Yeah. <laughs> and if we beat them, I'm going to go on Twitter and just search the, the search term New, New York Yankees just to see what everyone's tweeting about just if we beat them again. A little troll job. I mean, on the bright side, the Orioles are already 2.13% to matching the same record as last year. All right. I don't know what that means. Yeah, sounds, I, I like it. Though. It sounds like analysis. Oh, turn analyses. Saying, he started by saying on right. the bright side, so I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it must be a good thing. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> nice fun fact. Hey, I, I heard someone, uh, some other. I was listening to another podcast this morning. Uh, 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 Traitor! I won't mention their name, <laughs> and they won't be in studio. They, they're not part of Berlin Radio because they were not invited. But Oh, interesting. They said that the worst-case scenario, the Orioles win eight, 82 games or, or eight, 88 games. What? Worst case? Playoffs. 
So right. they want to go full rebuild saying, oh, well, the worst case is we don't get a high draft pick. Yeah, the, the worst case is we're, we're just pretty good, but not good enough to make the playoffs. Sorry, 88 games. And then it kind of tricks everybody. I will really gotcha. enjoy this season with 88 wins. Oh, totally. I don't really care. I'm going to take the wins as I get them and enjoy them. So you would prefer that over these are the same, number one draft These pick? are the same stupid people who, when the Ravens lose like three games, say, oh, season's over. Just give it up. This team can't win the Super Bowl, so don't even try. Um. Yeah, that's interesting to think about. I mean, yeah. as unlikely, was, this is a theoretical scenario, a hypothetical the, scenario. Yeah, it was the Jason Lock and Paca's radio. Uh, oh, they, they weren't invited. Yeah, they definitely weren't um, invited. And the and the uh, who's the other guy? The um, the guy from one hundred five seven. Coleman and Coleman. Yeah. So and we're. I mean, we're already getting the number one pick this year. We're. I mean, I would prefer an eighty-eight win season over next year's number one pick. No, or is that dumb? Yeah, no, I agree. Because the thing that you, you don't think about, if we win 88 games, that means some guys had really good years who can count yes, on next year. Like, that's that's that the point. That means Dylan Bundy was good or something. Right. Or, right. or that means we found another young it pitcher means, in the minors. Right, it means there's hope. And it means there's like, it's a, like, trust the process, look what they did in year one. Because even right now, like, you, you say, okay, a, a three-year rebuild. I still don't know who is pitching for us in three years right. that's going to be good. right. And so if we're seeing a guys this year who are good at pitching, like that's huge news. Huge. And if that means we win, win more games and we don't get number yeah. draft pick, I'll take more wins and us finding out who's good over um, and that's losing kinda, every game and realizing, yeah, we all suck. And that's kind of like what I put in my press box prediction or what I care about this season is I want to see if any of these prospects that we drafted and stuff during the Duquette era are any good. Right. Like, we know the McPhail guys were all good. Duquette all blew used them all and, and got as much as he could out of them, and we saw good guys come out of those McPhail years. Uh, now we get to see if any of those Duquette guys is going to be any good, and I hope there's some that we can use, and that makes the process a whole lot quicker. Yeah. It would mean – I mean, the pitching is the biggest part of it, but it, as a side note, that means the guy, the young guys, like Josh said, the hitters, the fielders – uh, these guys that they're calling a triple A lineup are really more like major league rookies lineup, and they're contributing and helping a team get to 88 wins that shouldn't be at 88 wins. Right? Yeah, because there, there's a couple veterans like Chris Davis and Mark Trumbo, and you could argue like Trey Mancini, Trey Mancini. and Jonathan VR. But outside of that, there's a lot of even if they're older, there's a lot of unproven. I would put Trey Mancini in the unproven cat 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 category. Sure, sure. It's only his like, third year, right? Alberto. Um, Richie Martin, Drew Jackson, Nunez, Ruiz, um, all these guys unproven. Yep. And this is their chance to either prove or not or, 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 or not prove themselves. And if the Orioles win more than we expect, it's probably because some of these guys have proven that, you know, that they can be – that Dwight Smith Jr. has proved he can be an everyday major player. Sure. Um, and, and which I think will be exciting news for the Orioles going forward. Definitely. But – I don't anticipate us winning 80 games. No. <laughs> I think that's a pipe I don't, dream. No. <laughs> I don't anticipate Dwight Smith Jr. being an everyday outfielder, you know, in two years. Let's yeah. just try to beat the Yankees um, again today. Yeah, yeah. But but let's. it's fun, especially fun to beat the Yankees. Right. Um, is someone monitoring the, the, the comments or the chat room? Anything worth, uh, worth talking about there? This, Josh, I'm looking at a screen yeah. here with a bunch of comments. This that's it. incorporates all that, comments from everywhere. I believe so. Right now, the, all those are from Facebook, though, yeah. I believe. Uh, but yeah. But yes. How about the Yankees having four errors in their first two games? That's not a good sign. Right. And I think that's the takeaway. I think might be more of maybe the Yankees aren't that good. Well, I mean, they're, they are oh, good. They have good pitching. They have good hitting. But maybe their weakness is, is defensively. defensively. Yeah. But they're, they're still going to win 80 games. Guys, you know what's blown me away from just watching the first two games? What's that? You know, I knew the Orioles were going to be bad. <clears throat> these, these numbers blow me away. Andrew Kashner had four of them. Oh, he was terrible. Fry. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you what how many how many they had. You tell me what stat I'm talking about. Andrew Kashner had four of them. Fry had one of them. Y- Yakubonis had two of them. Mike Wright had one of them. The past two games I'm talking about. Nate Carnes had three of them. Walks. had two of them. Oh, okay. Walks. And Kashner had one of them. Yeah, that's your concern. In two right. games, it's, right? Yeah, it's one, ridiculous. Three, yes. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 14 walks. They, but they've always right. been that way. Yeah. Seven walks a game. It's yeah, ridiculous. It's and they got the best hitting lineup in baseball, and they're just giving them free passes. Well, in that case, maybe I'd rather walk some of these guys and let them hit the ball. Maybe, but I mean. Well, you can do what Andrew Cashin does. Walk them and then give up the home run. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> walk the first two and then Luke Voigt or whatever his name is. Yeah. 
Ridiculous. So the the, the walks is a concern. Always but, has but, been. But everything about this start rotation is a concern. So just add the, the walks are just have been ridiculous the first two games. Sure. Know, is that part of Hyde's an, 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 an analytical strategy? We can't give up home runs if we walk every batter. <laughs> uh, uh, I hope I not. Know. I don't know. I can't sit there and watch. 12 pitch at bats and then just end up walking them. Also, it's just funny to look at the line, and I know it's just two games in, but the most innings pitched has been Kashner with four, right? And then Jacobonis is second with innings pitched with three, but no one has pitched more than four innings in the first two games, sure. which is just crazy. Cause, and I, I think it's going to be a lot of that, right? Because the pitchers are bad and opener and all that stuff. So we, uh, we're we going to continue this conversation at 930 tonight? Abs- oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and at 930, we're going to have some, some bold predictions. Um, and our win totals. I want to hear some win totals. From yeah, we'll have boys. that. Get some phone calls. We'll shake down. We'll take some phone calls. There's a uh, intern. You got any fun facts or anything? I know you've been working over here during the show. <laughs> uh, technically, this is Trey Mancini's fourth season. Okay, nice third. Got him. Got me. You just got told by the intern. <laughs> Shoot, it's right back to his old ways. Right, right. He loves he loves the uh, corrections. Yeah. Oh, and I want to shout out real quick because uh, we got our official T-ball email. Oh, yeah. We're on the same team with Dean Jones Jr. again, so we definitely got to get him on the show. I know he was hanging, hanging out with uh, Adam Pohl recently and did a couple episodes with uh, Adam Pohl. But I'm no longer with the Diamondbacks. Who's the new team? We are taking our talents to the White Marsh Rec League Cubs this year, boys. Okay. I'm okay. going to be a Cubs dad, so uh, I'll be that, rocking the Cubs cap, the Cubs tee. That yeah. feels like an upgrade. It is a bit of an upgrade from the Diamondbacks. I got no problem with the Cubs. I don't know. The, the, except the Diamondback gear, you got to rock now and say you're sporting Jones. True. Who do we got with the Cubs? Is uh, Pedro Strope still there? Yeah, Strope is still there. All right, there you go. I'll get a flat build Cubs cap yeah, and wear, wear, wear it crooked. Yeah. Go Cubs. Go uh, White Marsh Rec T-ball Cubs, I mean. All right, well, guys, we appreciate you, ch- you checking us out and tune into Birdland Radio all day, right? Who we got coming up next, Josh? Uh, SG Sports will be coming up. If you're not familiar with him, he's got a YouTube channel where he talks uh, Baltimore sports. Yeah, ch- check him out. So check out all these new podcasts. In about this 10 is minutes. A great opportunity to check out some new podcasts as well if you're not familiar with some of these other guys. All good stuff. All Baltimore sports. Intern, thanks for coming out. Thanks for having me. It's great seeing you, buddy. Best guest ever. <laughs> I'll be back in three years. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. All right, boys and girls, thanks for listening, and continue to listen, right? Not thankfully, that made it sound like it's Oh, yeah, yeah. No, just continue to listen. Keep keep your computer on. Keep your phone on. No need to change. Just plug in your phone so the battery lasts. That's right. And as always, go Oaks. Thank you for listening to the Section 336 podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an Orioles-obsessed father, and Bert, uh, well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches. Welcome to Birdland Radio. All right.